Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are very glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on the following links. USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Light or Darkness, Choice of Generations The choice of generations since the coming of the Lord to die on the cross for our atonement is life or death. The light of Christ or darkness of sins and rebellion. Prophecy America Among the Nations America Today today is so busy squabbling, infighting, and the future of America is divided. This nation and the nations of men all hang in the balance of the Lord. Christ Jesus of the faith you follow The hard-nosed fact of who we are is not the faith, but the Christ of the faith, whom you are to follow. And the latest posts on warn-usa.com Christian Prophecy Persecution Classic at Warren Radio We were warned by the apostles and in Revelation, yet today the flood of persecution reports cannot tell the whole story. House of Jacob, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 12 on Battle Lines. We look at a prominent portion of Isaiah and find, fa- find a famous section referencing a miraculous deliverance in Judah. Here we have the antagonist and the protagonist. And the Rising. It's a Christian fiction thriller. Written by the watchman, Dana Glenn Smith. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We introduce a former black ops sniper named Mac. He is hardcore and one of the best at what he does. His work is secretive, elusive, and necessary, but he wanted out. You can find this book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, which also features the ebook and Angus and Robertson and many more. And be sure to go to danaglinsmith.com to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter, where you can also visit our Christian books and resource shop where we feature the rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, 
Find us on Instagram and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Shofar. You know, one of the most popular graphics I have, actually there's quite a number of them because the graphics that I make are, are really good. I mean, they are. I've been doing it for a lot of years. i got good software. But that's not the point. The point here is it shows uh, some people. They look like uh, old uh, Levites. From the time of Judah, dressed up in white, and they were they're blowing the shofar. And I use that for <clears throat> our battle line show in our Isaiah series. Very very popular. I have another one that I use for our vision media and for our persecuted church. Beautiful scene. Very popular. People like the graphics. I I go to a lot of work to make some of the most pristine, attractive graphics that you can find on the Internet. And some of them are real unique. And all an attempt to get the attention of people to stop a minute and to think. And uh, last week I talked about a number of things. And I'm not going to go into any of that this week. But there is a situation that we face not only in America but in the world. Because in the world, you have a number of countries. Pat Buchanan brought this out. Where a lot of the ethnic nations, like Hungary and Poland, and the traditional popular or populist right-wing parties in Europe, nationality matters. Whereas a lot of Europe wants to open their doors and bring everybody in, you lose that ethnic status. And in America, we have people that are pushed by the Democratic Party that openly criticize the Trump supporters and everybody else, calling them Nazis. Totally wrong. It's a political slang And they don't know what they're talking about. And if they're not attacking them, they're attacking regular Americans because we want to. And me, I I don't care when I say we, it's actually Americans. Because as far as I'm concerned, I've been warning about the fall of America for a long time, the destruction of this country. Unless we repent. Which isn't going to happen anytime soon. Now there's individual repentance. Which happens. And it should happen. But a national repentance like we used to have. Massive revivals. That is nationwide. Won't happen. Now CBN is always talking about people having... You know, revival here, revival there. And it's misleading. Because that's not what's happening. And there are a lot of issues in this country. Where people need to wake up. And, you know, Pat also talked about America in this. 
And one of the leading proponents of protecting America happens to be Donald Trump. The very one that Liz Cheney seethes and hates. Pelosi and Schumer hate. Graham dislikes. And on and on. And it was the rhinos in the Republican Party, like Bush, who, he's a globalist, folks. Absolute dyed-in-the-wool globalist, just like Cheney's dad is. Cheney represents Wyoming until they took her Republican status away here. But she, she she's... You know, as long as I've been around, I've never known of Cheney until she popped out of the woodwork living from back east somewhere, not even living here. Her husband and her have a house back east. The only time she shows up is when she wants to get elected again. I don't know why. People are allowed to do that, but Cheney is a big deal around here. But Cheney is a globalist. The last time I heard, he lived up in Jackson Hole in a beautiful house. Actually, a little more than a beautiful house. Up in Jackson Hole, we have more liberals than you can shake a stick at up there because they're buying up everything. Many of them coming in with lots of money, buying prime real estate, and it leaves nothing for anybody else. You go up into Jackson Hole, it's all politicized, publicized. It's all glitz and glamour. Now, I remember Jackson before it became so popular. It was a nice little town. I don't go to Jackson anymore. Don't go to Cody anymore because they're the same way. Buffalo is getting that way. Because the people with money come and buy it up and then they start to change your politics. And Cheney is part of that. Well, you see, the issue is we don't want your globalism. Just like... You have certain European Union nations like Poland and Hungary that don't want a nationalized status quo. They want to preserve Christianity. They want to preserve who they are. But see, today the European Union doesn't want that. In America, we got a bunch of Democrats that while they're defending the Ukraine's border, which wants to be part of the EU, which wants to be in NATO, <clears throat> they're all worried about it. Send troops over to Europe and everything. Meanwhile, our border is porous. And on one of the shows this week, I talked about a first-hand report from a security, you know, a border patrol, who said Americans have no clue as to how bad it is. We've got terrorists across the border already in the United States because of this. See, there's nothing on the border to protect these, you know, our shores. You go to any nation on earth, they protect their borders. We're the only bunch of morons that seem to not care. We have churches that don't stand up against it. Now, see, this is the issue. If you live in the Philippines, if you live in Japan, if you live in Australia, just about anywhere you go, countries are going to protect their sovereignty. And on top of that, we've got people that deny that there was any kind of election farce in 2020. 
which is a total farce. Back in one of Barack Obama's elections, I knew there was fraud right there because of black box voting who had tracked it. I watched the YouTube videos of black, uh, you know, they held the election. They were the ones responsible for being there and making sure it goes. And they openly said that in some parts of Philadelphia, there's more than 100% vote, which is hard to do. But that there was a certain group going around threatening everybody, telling them they were going to vote black. See, we have this stuff. And nobody did anything then. Nobody did anything during Donald Trump's second election because they hate Donald Trump. Why? Because he wants to protect the borders and make America great. What's that? Preserving who we are. See, the people in America are part of the globalist group that wants to make America like the rest of the world, open up the doors, and everything's going to be hunky-dory. Well, there's many of us. I'm not interested at all, at any time, no matter what you're selling. You stink to me. And you need to repent. And we have a pastor up there who says that abortion is God's gift. This guy, guess what? He's anathema. He's cursed. See, and in America, the church isn't the church anymore. That's the issue. And today, while I was looking at some of my briefs, All Things Possible Ministries, Victor Marks. His wife, Eileen. They have a ministry, a very unique ministry, to help people, to rescue children from traffickers and women. This guy is known for the fastest disarm on earth. Disarming people who have a gun in his face. But he rescues people. His wife had a guest column called Conformity and Transformation. Her first sentence says, I personally, I have personally witnessed a lot of conformity going on in Christian circles, despite biblical wisdom to the contrary. She's being nice there. And she points out, as followers of Christ, we shouldn't be conforming. She quotes Romans 12, too. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And she goes on to cite how she got saved, came to the Lord, and how America had embraced sodomy and homosexual unions. Well, you see, the thing of it is, if you get online and you do nothing but preach against sodomy, you're not going to have a platform to stand on. Now, see, I don't preach against sodomy. I preach against sin. And I preach holiness. But see, in America, there's no such thing as sins. Lest I continue on this vein, I'm going to move on. But these are a few thoughts this morning. Because the enemies are those in our own house. Book of Hebrews, Son of God, the Substance of Faith, or Faith Substance, Part 17. You see, faith substance brings you that hope fulfilled. We hope, and yet at the time, 
We don't have those things we hope for. But we see spiritually into the realm of the supernatural God and his provision, and we trust him to provide those things we're hoping for. See, Tower and I, as I pointed out earlier, have been in an RV, and I said 33 years, and she reminded me that I forgot what it was. It's like 23 or 25 years. In an RV. Now, we've had homes. But we got in an RV, and it's absolutely the most challenging things in the wintertime to live in. We live in a, a smaller, not very long, not very wide. But we've managed to live here happily, preaching the gospel, writing for a long time. And we have hopes and dreams too. Now I'm preaching the fall of America and the judgment of God. Now my hopes and dreams for retirement, for instance, or wanting to get a little bit bigger house where she and I can retire and at least have two recliners along one side, we can't even do that. We have no room. And that's the way it is. I'm not complaining. That's the way it is. I chose, and she chose to be here. For one reason we chose this, to be focused. We moved away from the main family. I didn't seek out pastor's advice because I saw what they wanted and I had heard from God. And when he came to me that night, as I was sitting in the living room, I was all alone working on my computer as usual. This was in the early days. I was on the computer and in the tech world before anybody even know, knew what it was. Literally. And he gave me a commission to do. And part of that commission is going around the world, utilizing the technology, and getting the gospel spread to as many and as far as I can get it. Period. It didn't say go over to the First Baptist or the First Assembly of God and see the pastor. No. I had a call. This was the same God that stopped me in the desert when I was a sinner and running away. And I got, and I stopped the truck out in the middle of the desert. And I've told, told the story before. And I repented. Faith, substance. So, yeah, we still hope and we still look for. I had a vision a long time ago of a particular prayer center I wanted. But the first goal is to preach the gospel. You see, today, through Christ Jesus, we have victory, we have hope, and we have re redemption. But we also have churches and others who have backslid. Make no mistake. I had a time in my life where I argued with God. And I definitely backslid a little bit. Because I was arguing with him. I had issues. And I always believed. Never once did I not believe. I just had an argument. And went on for a long time. Until I repented. Because the darkness that I ended up facing is the alternative to arguing with God. God has a way of convincing you. Now, when we get in Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, I like the word substance. Now, see, in my life, when I talk to people, I, I have met a lot of people. And then there's people that have substance. In our neck of the woods, 
It's called talking from the gut. It's someone you can get in there and you can talk from the gut. In other words, from your innermost being, you you begin to talk to the individual and it flows. You feel the camaraderie. They understand. They've had similar experiences. And you can talk for hours. Substance. It's not, hi, how are you? It's substance. And you walk away and you know, I can. I know that person now. I can trust them. But there's many people I walk away from. And one in particular I'm reminded of. I'm not going to mention who he is or, or anything, but I'm going to tell you. I met him for the first time at a party, a Christmas party. I walked away and I told Tower, I said, there's something wrong with that guy. There's an issue. This isn't going to bode well for where he's going. And he was going to be a person in charge of a company. Turned out I was right. But you see, God tells us faith is that substance. Faith, which we cannot see what we want, but yet we look through the eye, the supernatural eye of God, and we see that when God began things in the beginning, he spoke. It wasn't even there. He didn't wait for someone to come build it. He spoke it. The Lord himself said when he was speaking, he says, My words are spirit and they are life. The second verse tells you a short testimony. For by this faith, the elders obtained a good report. You want a good report with God? You need faith. For without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He is. He exists. He is the I am and I am. I am that I am, he told Moses. Well, what do you mean? I am Moses. I've always been here. You just haven't known me. I am. And I am has sent you. Tell them that I am that I am hath sent me. He's always been there. He'll always be there. He's in charge. I am. Now when the Lord came, and if you look at what he says carefully, especially in John fourteen six, the first word he says is, I am. You better pay attention. I am the way, the truth, and the life. In verse 3, it goes on to say, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which were seen are not, a, are not made of things which do appear. <laughs> Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. What do we see? We see planets. We see a universe. We see the earth. We see the earth in all of its glory with all of its sin today. We have people that are worrying and because they're so worried about global warming, <laughs> they don't worry about sins. They worry about global warming. So what have they done? What has Joe Biden done? He's taken us from being the, one of the number one exporters of oil and coal. Oil mainly. To nothing. This is so bad that he tried to beg the OPEC to produce more because why we need the oil he's too proud and too stupid maybe to say well undo what you proclaimed now living where I live we have more coal and I lived on it I was fishing in a lake and the lake was down and I could dig in the side of the lake and find coal now I'm telling you because I use coal it's 
I don't use it today, but it's one of the highest BTU substances you're going to find. And it will heat you up and heat your house like you wouldn't believe. Boy, you got to be careful. But see, they're so worried about global warming and what it'll do to the earth and their ability to live here, they're willing to cut their throat, spite their face. Not understanding and not realizing, of course, Peter warned about the earth being consumed in fire. And he later says, What matter of men ought you to be in all holy conversation, considering the world is going to be consumed by fire? Isaiah says, The curse has devoured the earth. It's because of sin. You see, the earth, the trees, the animals are all affected by the downfall of man. And the curse is devouring the earth, Isaiah says. This isn't global warming. This is the curse devouring the earth. This is the sin of man. And one day earth and all the heavens are going to be consumed in fire. Everything will be remade. And then the meek will inherit the earth, commonly referred to as the sons of God. In a side note today, Dr. Simone Gold, which is releases a lot of information on what's going on today with COVID and things. Put out a video of Fossey in the early days talking about how you release viruses. <laughs> so now we know how come COVID always keeps replicating. <laughs> he figured out a way a long time ago and now he's utilizing it. I mean, these people are nuts. Why would you do something like that? I have not a clue. I mean, it's in his own words. But it so happens the very thing he was talking about now, we're fighting. And we have fought for two years. And Fossey, i I seen on social media somewhere about him saying there's, I forgot the number, number of more, four, five, six, seven, who knows. I don't care what they are. You can keep them. Because I believe in divine healing. I believe that there you can go and not have to worry about it. Well, Hebrews 4 says, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it, he being dead yet speaketh. So what did Cain do? He killed him. Because Abel was more righteous. Can that be the reason why many nations today hate Christianity and hate Christians? Because believe it or not, you get out there in the bush... And these pastors out there, they, they come from little, you know, they're not rich. Their churches ain't rich. They're not like ours. Their houses ain't like ours. But they go trekking around out in the woods. Some of them don't even have any shoes. Depending on where they live. But they believe in divine healing. We reported on one pastor who were mar was martyred. They killed him. Hindu radicals killed him because he was leading too many to the Lord. They had called him up for him to go heal someone. Set a trap for him. But he was known. That, that's what he was known for.
Excuse the silence. I had to take care of something. Pastors are always getting killed around the world for their faith because they actively go out And even the ones that don't actively go out, that are hiding like they are in North Korea, because if they're ever found out, them and their families will be killed. Going out when the light of the moon goes behind a cloud and going into the woods and finding the Bible you have hid under a stump, then putting it under your cloak as you walk back and stay in the shadows so nobody around the town sees you coming in because they'll report you. Then take it in into your house, reading the word of God silently to the others that are gathered there. That's the North Korean church. Meanwhile, we live in all of our glory here in America in our big churches and our big houses. I went to a Rod Parsley thing one time. And uh, I was becoming an ordained minister, I mean, connected with Rod Parsley many years ago. I felt that was important. It wasn't, but, you know, I went anyway. But uh, one thing we did, we were talking to this brother, and, and he was a foreigner, you know, because of his accent we knew. And he had said that he had flown here from another country. And he says, man, he says, you guys got clothes on the floor. Well, I know what clothes are. <laughs> but there wasn't no clothes on the floor. It was a rug. We said, that's a rug. He had never seen a rug. <laughs> he was there in this church. Now, the church was like... 25,000. Now that's bigger than my hometown. 25,000, I think it was. And when we drove in, it's like going into a city. And when we left, it looked like we were leaving a city at rush hour. <laughs> you know, I went to a Benny Hinn crusade where I was up front because I was pastoring, it was important. I think I was pastoring at the time. Well, at any rate. So I went up and got prayed by Benny Hinn. I've been prayed for by some of the best. Finally, the last one. I told Tower, I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to do it anymore. I said, if I need prayed for, I'm going to the Lord. Or I'll go to my family. I'll go to people that love me. I, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to seek man. I said, I'm no more going to follow a man. Because that's what it seemed like I was doing. Now, I had, you know, good reasons. And so today, for over two decades... When we pray, we pray for each other. We pray for those that need it that contact us. At the start of this ministry, Tower and I were praying everywhere. We're running into people everywhere. We were praying in the potato chip aisle in Walmart in another city. And she later, the woman we prayed for, came back to us and said thank you because she had been delivered. She had been healed. God touched her. See, we see miracles like that. And we pray. Faith. Faith doesn't depend on how big my house is. Faith does not depend on how comfortable I want to be. But faith is the substance of things hoped for and 
the evidence of things not seen, which is kind of confusing because in order to get the things not seen, they have to come by faith, which is the substance, because they appear. God answers prayers. Verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased, pleased God. Amazing. Pleasing God. Well, see, in America, we build these huge edifices and have huge crowds. Well, we're pleasing God. Really? Have you taught him true discipleship? Well, see, it's really hard to tell. Because we have been so blessed. We've had so many things, folks, in America. That's why all the world wants in. But see, among the people coming in are enemies. And I've already stated openly on our shows the things that are coming. Not all of them. And dear God, I don't want to know them all. These come through the Spirit of God. Matter of fact, in my life, I've had revelation. And I just as soon walk by faith. I don't need to know everything. I don't need to know about the tomorrows. I know one thing. Tower and I will work together to get the gospel out wherever we're at. No matter what comes, our goal is to preach and teach and testify of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Period. Well, Biden's in control. I don't care. The communists are going to uh, attack America. Nothing I can do about it. I was told years ago I've already been told, folks, I've lived with it for a long time about things that were coming to America. I don't need to be reminded. Matter of fact, sometimes I try to forget. But I know. My first book, D-Day for America, which is no longer in print, wasn't well received. They wanted more highfalutin prophecy type Angelic visits or something. I don't know what they wanted. But I told them what was coming, matter of factly, and then I went on to give them the word of God and teaching. I told them the giants will be those in the future. These are the things that are going to come up. And I'm thinking of making it into an e-book and offering it with my new book, The Rising, for free. When you buy the book. I don't know. But you see faith. I'm not Elijah. I'm just a man trying to be faithful. But the thing about Enoch. That, that we believe. It's appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment. Enoch will be back. And he will be killed when he comes back after he ministers because he will face death. I believe he's going to be one of the two prophets in the end of days in Revelation. The other one is Elijah. I mean, we believe Enoch and Elijah. Literally, a lot of us believe that. I mean, because they're the only two in the Bible that didn't die. They were taken away. And it's appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. All men. So that's the only two we got, so we go with those. 
But in the end, it doesn't matter who they are. Whoever God sends, that's it. And whatever he decides, that's it. We will keep working no matter what comes. We know the devil's coming. Well, in part, he's already here. People are full of the devil here. They're liars. They're thieves. We've had generation of children that, that have been co-opted for the devil. So many of them are going to regret that. So many of them are misled in America today. So many churches are lukewarm. So many of everything is not prepared. And this shake-up during the Biden administration is here on purpose. I also was told about that. Now, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it any more than the rest of the people, but it's going to be here until God decides to remove it. Because he let you see what it was like with an America that was blessed, so he blessed Trump to be able to bring it in. Now, see, the rhino Republicans and the Democrats don't like that because they think he's a sinner. Doesn't matter. God uses sinners. Look at Cyrus. He was a sinner. He wasn't even a Jew. Yet God used him and called him his anointed. So please, take your repetitive bull and take it somewhere else because I don't buy this stuff. I know. But the thing I like, verse 6 of this, but, but without faith it, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. You see, I believe that he is, that God exists, that he is real, that in the beginning he created everything. He created man. He has a son. See, he is. Now see, there is a whole doctrine of atheism out there. Matter of fact, the Chinese government, I forgot the name of the book, but um, this came via Bitter Winter, which is uh, one of my contact publications for things. The other one is China Aid. They both let you know from a certain ministerial in a practical way if you want to know what's going on in China. And it heralds communism and atheism. There's going to be a whole lot of the Communist Party that isn't going to be very happy. You see, you have to believe that he is. You can't come to God if you don't believe he exists. Why would you go to someone that doesn't exist? See, I believe he exists. He manifested himself to me not only over the years since I've been doing this, but I've had experiences. And I'm convinced. I know. So you got to believe that he is. Simple, isn't it? You know, if you had a car in the driveway and it was full of gas and someone handed you the keys and you've never seen a car, you wouldn't know what a key is. And he says, well, I gave you a brand new car. Now you can get around. He wouldn't even know what you're talking about. He comes back two weeks later and the keys are laying on the shelf, and the car's still sitting there. He said, how'd you like driving it? The guy didn't even know what he was talking about. He handed him back the keys and said, would you move that? It's in the way. He didn't know what it was. Didn't believe what it was. Well, at any rate, there's a lot of people that don't believe God is. 
And if you don't believe that he is, you're not going to go to him to find his redemption that is in his son, Yahshua. But the other part of that is, if you do believe that he is, and you've come to him, the next one is for you. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's why we seek him in prayer. Because he is a rewarder. It says he is. He exists. He's a rewarder. He wants you to call on him. And he will. You just diligently seek him. He's a rewarder. But you see, if you continue to listen to the devil and those atheists and others out there, and if you truly believe them, you're going to miss out on the biggest blessing ever. That's knowing this God and our Father and His Son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. And remember, He doesn't expect you to be perfect, but to have faith. And He expects us to repent and confess sins. Even after we become a Christian. Because Christians sin. So Hebrews 11.6 is one of my favorite verses. And the fact of the matter of it is. You know when we do our shows we report on things going on around the world. We are reminded that God is moving everywhere. And today we have seen it all over the world even in the toughest regions on the face of this earth. And that's why it's important. Trust God. Seek his face. And believe. You know, some people, even overseas... It takes something shattering to wake him up. It did with the Apostle Paul. He knew the law inside and out. And he was a well-respected man. The Jews knew who this guy was. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. You didn't mess with him. He knew it. He knew the word of God. And he kept it. So, and he even admitted to wasting the church, but he said he did it in ignorance. But after Christ confronted him, knocked him off his high horse, he wake, you know, he awakened from that sleep. And we see this today in many places of the world where unbelievers, actually enemies of Christians, truly become saved. And they seek out the very ones that they persecuted to find out more about the faith. And they wanted to kill them. We find this happening all the time. The Lord interceding. And there's so many of them. It astounds me how America can be, you know, have so many. We have a lot of youth that are Satanists because it's exciting in the dark you know dark minded you can do a lot of things and see they see the church as comfortable rich and in need of nothing now they're not all like that there, there's good pastors good people out there but see this is just one 
of the problems you have in a rich society that's comfortable and has everything. And now for a long time we've been suffering pangs of judgment in this country. And nobody still sees this. I've approached relatives trying to tell them this. I've walked with those relatives, stressing what was coming. Didn't do any good. I end up making them mad. You know, I don't worry about the homosexuals in the world. There's many of them that are coming to the Lord. But the doctrine of many things, not just sodomy, is everywhere in this country. We are thoroughly infiltrated by the deeds of darkness. And the harlot in Revelation has poured out her delicacies of deceit all over the nations of men. And they're headed towards the cataclysm which is to come. And the mystery of iniquity, the man who will be the last great Gentile leader, although he himself won't be really 100% Gentile because he'll be the devil incarnate. And I've told you this before, the Antichrist is going to be someone out of Ishmael. Yeah. It won't come out of Isaac's side because that's where the Messiah came from. Because this is the Antichrist. He's the opposite of what Christ is. So he'll come out of Ishmael. And Ishmael is also a Gentile. The only ones that, that aren't Gentiles are the Jews who come out of Isaac. At any rate, that's some of my personal beliefs. Whether you believe in Rod doesn't make a bit of difference. Just some points. So this week, I pray that the Lord will keep you and watch over you. Now we're always telling people, if you need prayer, go to our websites. If you're too lazy to go to the website to contact us through the page, then you don't need us to talk to you. But if you really need prayer, you go there and you contact us. I don't respond in social media stopped a long time ago because of all the garbage that is flowing through social media. I have a lot of stuff I put on social media, but personally, I hate social media. I don't like the Internet. I use it for the purposes which God has called me to do. One of the worst things that's ever happened to the world is the Internet. It is good if we would use it good, but we don't use it good. We use it for evil. God help us. You need to look to the Lord, as we all do. Be safe. Father, in Jesus' name, bless those that hear this. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, and receiving of this word. Father, watch over those who have heard. Bless them and keep them and their families in these perilous times. Till next time, this is the Watchman. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.